Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I use this platform not just to share my expert but also um, not just to share the experts but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going. And it's definitely worth saying it's such an evolving best practices. I think um, um, yeah, that, that I think it is because um, even like um, not not too long ago, I posted up a I set up a post on LinkedIn that stirred a few people about how Search Engine Land had um oh just this Search Engine Journal I want to get that right <laughs> um I think it was Search Engine Journal um posted about um the top you know metrics top ten metrics that you should look at as a paid search person and it was something that was um out of date. I was a bit harsh about it saying I was totally wrong, but no, it was, yes, some of the clicks, some of the the metrics were correct. Some of them were out of date. And I was just like, yeah, just urging them to making sure that we're up to date with these things. So when I say best practices, it's an evolving best practice. What's best practice that was in, in, in 2020, what's best practice that was in, that was best practice in like 2010 is not what's best practice for 2020 or 2021, especially it's always changing. So look out for that. Anyway, getting back on track. So if you want to keep up to date with the tips and tricks that I share in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to, if you don't make it to the PPC chat discussions, and even if you do, then like, follow, share and retweet on, um, yeah, my handle, the marketing Anu, uh, and also follow me on LinkedIn with um, the, the hashtag, the marketing Anu, or just follow me or add me as a connection on um, on LinkedIn with um, my name. But to also get quotes of the previous podcasts and, uh, you know, snippets of what um, people have said um, in the past, yeah, follow us um, as well on our Instagram page, which is ppcchat underscore roundup. So today we are led by the very amazing Julie Bicini, co-hosted by PPC Kirk, who's also been like a TikTok, being TikTok famous these days, um, and, and our shopping event evangelist um talking about yes this is another you guessed it um yeah no-brainer shopping campaigns um and i think this is very uh, you know timely one we are yeah we pandemic time was a time of online shopping amazon did probably the best it's ever done um and my friend even um called me out on the fact that i order items online just so i can get human contact human interactions with the with the postman and um and yeah he was not wrong um there's a lot of us just sitting with ourselves so a lot of online stores got a lot of our business um i'd say in the past 12 months so yeah um really great for online sh- uh, on online retailers and people with shopping campaigns. So yeah, let's get right right into it. Julia excitedly um welcomes out saying hello and thank you for joining me and guest host um PPC Kirk today. Today's topic um yeah, unsurprisingly shopping ads in 2021. But first, how are we doing? So yeah, the our normal roll call. You we got Kirk Williams joining us today. Cole Soldswitch is saying saying morning PPC chat fam, feeling energized by the sunlight. Yes, we've got um uh, 24 degrees weather yesterday and we've got everybody out in the park some people showing a bit more skin that i than i'd like but hey no judgment 
I just think there's room for modesty as well. I'm just saying. Um, Julie Bajini goes, uh, yeah, I think spring is finally arriving. Our neighbor's gorgeous flowering tree is starting to bloom. And it's a lovely view from my office window. Amazing. And puppy's exhausted from a session with our trainer this morning. Love stories about her puppy. Kirk, yes, joins us as well, saying doing well. Bike is in the shop, but it's cold outside, so I timed that well. Colin Slattery replies, new quarter, new months. So ready for an insane upcoming week and change. Julia Vice as well joins us, saying in, in the of a few converging metaphorical hurricanes but my cherry tree is blossoming and so very pretty right now yes it's cherry blossom season love it um brad badoski as well joins us saying i'm doing great and hope the same for the rest of the ppc chat community being that the agency i work for is mainly comprised of e-commerce clients i'm excited to see this google shopping conversation go down as was many of us we also have Jenny Williamson join us saying that, hi, I'm doing well. Spring is coming. I've been feeling generally optimistic lately. I hope we all have as well. Um, and yeah, on, on, in response to Julie going, PPC Kirk, please introduce yourself. Um, even though she already refers to him as Mr. Google Shopping, I refer to him as the as the shopping evangelist. Um, anyway, so yeah, Kirk replies, hey, I'll take it. Hey, I own ZatoMarketing.com. So that's Z-A-T-O marketing.com we're a little paid search only shop and we focus a bit on e-commerce e-com especially google shopping i've done a bit of writing and speaking on that topic and hope to get back to speaking someday again to see you all in real life yes same same here um kirk um and yeah a nice little notice that a psa as i call it um that judy gives before our chat these days she goes also before we start this chat is intended for ppc professionals of all levels so if you have something you want to share please do we are a community and supportive we are a friendly and supportive community please so don't be afraid to participate lurkers are of course always welcome too um so yeah julie then goes on to question one because it's going to be a busy chat so let's get right, right into it um and i will say Dwayne brown also joins us he actually has um also um he's his agency called take too many take takesomerisks.com takesomerisks.com um is owned by Dwayne brown and um he's yeah amazing at giving some tips about shopping as well so look out for that as well so going on to question one julie asks to help any beginners here what makes shopping different from search and what are some things to keep in mind when managing shopping ads um in answer to that kirk replies goes goes lots of differences there are important policy differences such as your landing page requiring a visible price and add to cart button also they're feed-based rather than keyword-based in terms of how google finds your customers john kagan replies as well saying pretty product worse ctr lower cpc less control higher conversion rate it is literally like going to a casino and playing bingo oh i'm not sure whether that's a um him, him giving like an up for shopping or not anyway julia vice replies remember it is it's still based on people looking for what you have exactly so your research audience personas and directions work but the tactics and implementations will have a lot more to do with your product feeds pricing and what is on your landing page um and then yeah Kirk gives a second part to his answer saying of course if someone is completely unfamiliar with the ad type it is the visual ad type on the subs as opposed to the text based ads that contain specific details such as an image price ratings etc 
Um, and then, yeah, we've got Brett as well answering to question one saying one difference is the actual ad on, until itself looks different. Uh, sorry, the ad unit itself looks different. You'll also need a Google Merchant Center account to run those shopping ads. Title and descriptions are your proxy for keywords. Um, and he continues a specific and accurate title will help us show your product to the right users. And that's according to Google's help. And yeah, Kirk replies to that saying, great call out, Brett, the GMC is required to run shopping ads in Google and Microsoft and GMC is Google Merchant Center, uh, but it's free to use. Of course it is since we're given Google tons of free contextual product data. Um, but then, then Julia Vice replies to that. I mean, it's free, but hopefully someone is being paid to create and maintain it. It's a plugin that does not require additional media funds. These free in inverted commas items still require investment yes and with that investment i hope better functionality comes as well um and then jenny williamson replies "Ooh, there's a lot shopping is feed-based and requires up-to-date product info on every landing page where search is keyword or dynamic landing page based there's different policies on shopping versus search shopping can require a more dynamic strategic flexibility than search too and she continues, also, the competitive landscape is different and important to be aware of how it impacts CPC's conversion rates, impression shares. Mm, I don't know about impression share. Yeah, affects differently. Julia replies, gives her reply to question one as well, saying shopping is really its own animal, despite being classified as part of search. The ads look different in a search results page two. Shopping ads are mostly image and title, whereas search ads have titles and descriptions and extensions. Although I thought shopping ads do have extensions now. Am I, am I right in saying that? Or do you get promotion extend i might think of promotion extension i think shopping ads have extensions sean elliott as well replies to question one saying no keywords or text ads a shopping feed takes care of all of that you can still have multiple campaigns multiple ad groups and product groups to tell with bidding to to help with bidding and data collection amali fowler replies to question one saying feeds versus intent versus ad types versus how they're triggered versus how they're managed so also i'm an expert in one and definitely not in the other which is one of the many reasons why ppc kirk and dwayne brown are invaluable ppc friends and there that's what i mean it's not just um kirk that is the shopping expert here dwayne also has a really great handle on the topic and we have Cole Soulswitch as well replying to question one saying haven't seen this called out yet no keywords but you can see significant search terms for standard shopping campaigns but I am sure smart versus standard will be a question and yes it is wait out for that and yes, as Julie said, there's loads of questions today. So yeah, we're swiftly going on to question two. And she asks, standard versus smart shopping, also known as SSC. In your experience, who wins and why? Any commonalities you've found as to when one works better than the other? And in response to question one, though, um, before going on to those answers, um, yeah, Sunil Jane replies, the main difference between Google search ads versus shopping ads is that search ads are a form of pull advertising while shopping ads are push advertising. Now, I read that one because the replies are more interesting than actually that comment because I don't think that is quite right. I think when you're talking about push and pull, it's anything that's on Google ads, anything that's on the SERP page is 
more of a pull strategy and pushes when you're talking display branding and that kind of stuff. So Kirkwood then replies to that. I'm not sure I'm tracking with this. Can you explain it further? Sunil replies, search ads only appear to those who are already searching for your product or services while shopping ads are paid placements that appear based on product feeds and keywords. Um, and yeah, technically that is right but also not quite right in terms of pull push. So Julia Vice replies saying, don't those keywords still require a person to have searched for what you want? So yes, that is the basis. So when we are talking pull push strategy is whether someone has searched for something or not. In shopping ads, you need to have searched for the ads to show. So that still, still um, says Julia Vice continues to say, that still feels like demand-based to me. And Kirk replies, yeah, that's where I'm at too. They both take place on the search network, which requires a user to communicate intent. So I'm not sure I'd segment that out exactly like you said, Sano. That being said, shopping with SSC is definitely expanding beyond search and that might be more of a pull um strategy who knows google help us um and then yeah continuing on to um Dwayne brown they gave Dwayne brown giving us some answers um gives us an answer to question one saying um beyond gmc show images on ads and pulling in your SKU data um i tell new team members and clients forget everything you know about google search ads shopping ads is often the complete opposite oh Dwayne continues not enough brand and agencies look at SQ, SKU options or SKU options making sure you only sell the right SKU in shopping pausing SKU is okay next level is figuring out should brands even sell that SKU on their site not all SKUs are created equal then he finally goes the latter goes into cash flow and making sure you don't have money sitting on a warehouse skid somewhere for product the faster you can turn over product and make a sale the faster you can grow a business and be profitable if you don't sell items at a loss then he goes on to question two answering question two for us saying our best ad accounts run a mix of standard at smart shopping unless you in the beta and check the unless you're in the beta and check the feature smart shopping includes remarketing audiences 90 percent of the time we start with standard shopping and see what the market is like so many brands at day one um, and then, yeah, Sean Ellie then goes on to answer question two as well, saying standard or standard plus some small smart or, um, <laughs> or standard plus some small smart campaigns. Having control of search queries and bids is huge using priorities and negative keywords, which you lose in smart for the most part. Smart does include some dynamic remarketing, so that helps boost performance. Um, Kag replies to question two saying, oh man, how much time do we have? Definitely a raging debate. I think SSC performance performs remarkably well these days, but losing data is still a major issue, especially for newer companies trying to get off the ground. I typically typically prefer to use both in our accounts. Um, Nava Hopkins then replies to question two saying it comes down to budget. If you have budget smart, if not regular, I would not do smart shopping unless I have at least 30k um, dollars per month to invest. That's some good way to actually put it because some people are just trying to think, how much do I need? What's the volume that's needed for it to work well? And that's actually, a, I think, a lot to do with how well some 
Google products will work. If you do not invest enough, you're just never going to see it perform well. John Kagan replies to question two saying, I love, hate, smart shopping, absolutely no control of it. It does poorly for me 75% of the time, but when it works, my God, it works. Dwayne replies to that, embrace the hate, John. Hate leads to fear. Fear leads to the dark side. The dark side leads to loving smart shopping when it works. Um, and yeah, John replies to that saying, that's what they told me about zucchini. And now that cucumber wannabes have invaded my yard, like my kids in my fridge at <laughs> snack time. Okay. They're now talking about zucchini and, 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 and vegetables. So we'll move on. Um, Jenny uh, Williamson replies to question two saying, um, I mostly use standard, but have been testing um, SSC the last few years where I can. I've seen SSC work very well for top performing products when they're in their own campaigns, but I've also seen it crash and burn when products in SSC aren't pre-qualified. She continues, I think SSC has gotten away, gotten way better over the years, but I still typically start with standard and then expand into smart shopping when I have enough data to know where to start from a product or product group perspective. And then we have Kirk um, continuing with his answer to question two saying, um, yeah, as others have noted, we noted, we tend to run a mixture of both. SSC does an impressive job of finding users across multiple channels and keeping CPCs way down. It's hard to go up against that, but the data loss is real and important, especially for new advertisers. And Julia continues saying, um, to clarify here for those less experienced in shopping, can you run shopping and smart shopping campaigns simultaneously for the same product field for the same product feed. Kirk replies, great clarification question. SSC will always be prioritized over standard for the same product, but, and this is a huge but, you can test running different campaigns for different product segments. Um, a great idea. And we always suggest having standard running anyway. Um, and then, yeah, he continues to clean up after SSC. We find that at times the SSC also based on your budget and, and target ROAS won't always target all of the search terms you might want to have standard running in the background, even for those products in SSC to clean up these. And then we get an answer from Cole Saltswitch um, apart um, about question two. And he asks, um, he answers, I feel like my answer to this best is constantly evolving. Um, I like the control of traditional, but like the consi consistency of results with smart. I've seen SSC outperform when products are handpicked for SSC with great creative to support. SSC is worth a test. And yeah, everything is worth a test in my opinion, really. And then we got to have an answer from someone who's just RR. <laughs> His handle is rruben 91 Anyway, RR replies to question two, saying, um, we've run incrementality of experiments and increasingly SSC doesn't have a higher lift. My assumption is the reliance on remarketing. Definitely going to retest it though. Um, Julie then goes on to question three, saying, what are examples of ways SSC, so smart shopping campaigns, removes data from reporting? And do you think this is a problem? Why or why not? Yeah, I just think that's a problem. Um, Kirk replies saying, you name it, SSC hides it. Wow. So everything? God, that, that sounds like a big problem. Admittedly, there are some ways to find some of this, but audiences, prospecting and remarketing are hidden search terms, channel data mostly. Wow. And he continues, it's a problem because we use that data for more than simply optimizing the campaigns that they are in. It's valuable business data that we often use to assist our other marketing efforts. I hope this returns. Yes, I want that to return. And then we have an answer from Brett, um, 
for question three, saying not having visibility into search terms for smart shopping campaigns is frustrating. If it can be captured with standard shopping, you'd think it'd be possible for smart shopping. I like using shopping keywords data to inform decisions on search. Um, yeah, I definitely think it's possible. They're just doing not showing it to us on purpose. Um, he continues, anytime there is valuable data to be had, but our ability to access said data is limited, I find that to be problematic definitely felt problematic um and then yeah julia vice actually then replies to um kirk where kirk yeah talked about yeah you name it ssc hides it um julia replies follow up do the search terms for clicked ads show up in console or some other area we can see like regular search it's imperfect but at least it's something and kirk replies i've not found that yet if someone knows how to i'd love to hear so yeah that is not an opportunity yet and Dwayne replies to question three as well. Um, yeah, same removes anything you care about. We have two brands. We run SSC in Oz, North America, Europe, and UK. The difference in performance is crazy for each brand or country. Would be great to understand more why that is happening within smart shopping. Um, and yeah, Cole replies to that saying, that is very interesting and frustrating at the same time. Dwayne replies, it is for um, the SSC. We have loads of standard shopping running to find that balance and mix has been a good problem to have. Um, League of Advertising replies to Dwayne saying, this is the kind of, this is kind of what I was saying in an earlier thread. The figures most of you um, you guys get in the US are rarely repeated anywhere else in the world for SSC. I put it down to digital advancement and brand awareness in the world's biggest digital market. Um, and yeah, Dwayne replies to that every market is different for sure, especially with shopping, not a one size fits all plan. So yeah, that's that's really hard to maintain considering we are trying to find the solution we can then replicate onto our other brands. It seems like, yeah, with smart shopping campaigns you cannot really rely on that julie then goes on to um question four and he um she goes since some of you are already kind of answering this one have you developed or found any interesting ways to see some of this data again so yeah i think that's something that julia um julia vice um assuaded to saying that yeah saying whether we can find anything kirk hasn't found anything yet let's hope someone else has but we also have still um, some answers for question three coming in. So Sean Ellie um, says, remove search queries. That's the big one. Other things like placements are more difficult to find, but there is a way. Yes, it's a problem in my opinion. Some queries are more valuable than others. Shopping can be a good keyword research tool. Um, and then we've got um, RR replying to um, yeah the question two saying, admittedly, we have an analytics team at our disposal who can articulate the measurement better than I can, we did a geo test for SSC standard and dark. I'll definitely reach out when we test it again. Um, and then, yeah, Kirk replies to that saying, I'm really curious about the incrementality question lately. We can see in things like the free click report that there are a ton of ad views and branding that occurs and not necessarily a click on the non-search ads of SSC. That has to have some impact. Um, and yeah, Julia replies, I mean, I'm a fan of branding when it comes to highly competitive products, 
not convincing this is the way to do it effectively. Very hard to measure without control over um, over advertising and robust impressions. Um, and then, yeah, Kirk replies to that saying, yeah, definitely not suggesting this is ideal. Just noting within the system we have to work with whether there is additional incremental value involved than search than simple search driven campaigns. And Julia replies, there are certain retail clients who care about it. Incremental brand is more than zero branding. Um, Kirk replies to that. I personally think more should care about incremental branding as opposed to what can be one can be specifically tracked to a single channel. And Julia Vice replies saying, waving from here on um, in omnichannel like TV, but TV, did the TV ad do it? No one watches TV now, Carl, but you're welcome for the entirely um, new wave of customers to, on Twitch. No one watches TV? Mm, I don't know about that. I definitely think TV is still an opportunity, but I love the way that conversation went. And then we have Nava Hopkins replying to question three saying, agree that we don't get to see a lot um, anything really, and that it is, a, and that it is a problem. However, it also invites the consideration whether we humans are mocking up our own campaigns with our interference. Ah, uh, I don't know. I feel Nava always comes from the side of supporting Google a lot. <laughs> Like too much never too much support for google we need to them to hold up to a standard and um no i don't think we interfere with our campaigns a lot i think they we should they should give us something so that we can interfere a little bit and um make our accounts work better for our clients uh but i do get what you mean where's you know over over tinkering with um campaigns and 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 bids and optimization can cause a problem as well but give us something at least Jenny then replies to question four saying, not anything that I use consistently. Very interested to learn what others are doing for this. Um, and then, yeah, I think there was a, a thread here. And yeah, she continues her answer. Nava continues her answer to question three about, you know, mucking up, um, mucking things up with our campaigns, with our interference. And Nava replies to that. They make it a rule that once a campaign is smart, it can't ever go back to being a regular campaign. Again, we'll need budget to help fuel the learning period. But once it crosses that threshold, they tend to do better than regular campaigns at comparable spend level interesting one uh, julie then goes on to question five saying what should we do about microsoft shopping ads what differences do you see in performance versus google shopping yeah so here we are having i, I think it would be good to get some views about microsoft as well um, Brett replies to question four first though saying I'm just going to sit back um, and indulge on the responses to this question very curious what folks <laughs> have come up with yes I've not seen anyone saying that they've got an answer yet but Cole Soldswich gives gives something saying custom reports um, to answer question four saying some dimensions pull metrics but you see a lot of consolidating done example might see cost clicks ROAS for a dimension but it is consolidated to cross networks some data is there but it's obfuscated obfuscated that's a nice new word <laughs> nice complicated word i'd say john kagan then replies to question three saying hang on let me spin this around show me how they are transparent with their data first and um yeah we've got some a, a gift from hamilton with um one of the characters aaron burr saying I'll, i'm willing to wait for it that was a great song anyway sean ellie then replies to question five. Oh, do we have an answer 
Oh, no, we don't have an answer for data, but we have an answer about Microsoft Shopping. And he goes, Microsoft Shopping bidding works differently. You usually have to bid a lot higher than Google to see traction, although the CPCs don't match up to the bids. Also, there's just less inventory in Microsoft. Yeah, less inventory, less data, less volume. Uh, Bing and Microsoft are not really getting a break with that. Um, Cole Salisbury replies, I hate how high you have to bid to see traction. It feels so wrong on low priced items. But to your point, CPCs are frequently lower than bid. Um, Sean replies to that saying, yeah, you feel crazy bidding $5 on something that is at $1.30 in Google. But usually CPCs come back to close to or lower than Google and you get to relax. And then in reply to question four, Kirk starts with an acronym that I have no idea what he's trying to say here. He goes A-F-A-I-K. There is no way. <laughs> I feel that's almost like it's not a marketing acronym. It's more just a random statement like LOL or real on the floor laughing <laughs> like acronym. Um, there is no way to get search term data at all. Um, prospecting versus remarketing can somewhat use your new versus returning report in GA, um, though this is likely not telling the whole story. Um, and he continues, channel data can somewhat be seen in the attribution sec section, but I'm curious about how accurate this is um and then yeah julie replies to that saying you and i have talked about this before too unfortunately the people we've encountered at google seem generally per genuinely perplexed when you tell them you want and need access to this type of data um and kirk replies i shared a story on twitter recently about how we were able to talk a prospect who had used who had google ads entirely paused we tried it didn't work into giving it another shot with us by using the search terms to show how it had been been mismanaged previously yeah yeah let's say yeah um ironically in that case it was the search term report that allowed us to talk the client back into giving google money again hmm you see so google we are trying to give you guys money we're trying to get advertisers to spend money and it's the data you showed us that allowed us to spend the money if you then hide the data we are, you're just preventing us from, from, from convincing brands to spend money on you. So this is not a great business model for you guys. Stop hiding the data that can allow us, that allows us to get clients to spend money on you. Ah, anyway. And then we've got John Kagan replying to question five saying the Bing shopping, damn it. It isn't Microsoft, it is Bing. It is Microsoft, John. <laughs> we talked about this last week. Anyway, it completely baffles me on what or how it decides to trigger. And Dwayne Brown replies to question five saying it struggles for some clients. A lot just have search ads running. Have a new client we're testing it out with again next month. They are doing high five figures just on Google Shopping. I hope Microsoft go works out too. And we've got Nava Hopkins replying to question five saying there are certain differences in the feed when you're setting up your auto import. You can tell Microsoft advertising to account for that. I personally love their shopping ads and see better results if fewer due, if fewer due to market size than shopping. Um, and then we've got Julie going on to question six saying, um, what do you think is an undervalued tactic to help grow shopping ads in 2021? But before we get into that, Kirk did give um, a great answer to question five have i read this one i don't think so um yeah so to question five he answers importing campaigns plus feeds is easy button for getting started live serving is typically very low um so yeah this is for microsoft sh uh, shopping ads yeah serving is typically very low 
Think 1% to 10% of your Google shopping campaigns with Find ROAS is typically similar, though conversion rates tend to be higher in Microsoft. Microsoft now has smart shopping as well, and we're testing that, but we you can't create ads within their SSC campaigns, which is a big miss, but that's likely because it's search only, which I think will always be difficult. Um, he continues, another thing to call out on Microsoft that, um, again, we're in early stage testing is shopping ads on the audience network. I just don't have any thoughts at all on performance other than to suggest you give it a try if you want more traffic in Microsoft with shopping. And to that, Sean, Sean Ellie replies saying, I have seen some pretty decent success with the audience network. So, okay, something worth testing, guys. Um, John Kagan then replies to question six saying, audience and um, HH1 targeting just because you searched for it does not mean you are going to get it. Therefore, I don't want you looking at my goods. Um, but then to question five, Jenny Williamson replies, I've had Microsoft shopping work super well for a few clients that have only their top performing campaigns on Microsoft and at a much lower spend than Google. Also, the bidding situation is different on Microsoft versus Google. There's just less inventory overall. Um, and then Neva Hopkins replies to question six saying using customer match with shopping campaigns. This is an easy way to get more value out of existing customers as well as seed a high value prospecting audience doing brand replies to question six saying make sure you break up your SKUs correctly um, there is a long tail with shopping ads and having too many too many SKUs in a campaign can hurt your performance there are lots of brands and agencies who don't know this and it is unfortunate and we have a follow-up question to Nava Hopkins' answer where she said, using customer match with shopping campaigns, this is an easy way to get more value out of existing customers as well as seed high value prospecting audiences. Sonal um, asks a question based on that saying, what would be the ideal membership duration for the customer match audience last 30 days or 365 days? And she goes, start, start with 30 as a test. The longer audience windows are going to be better for retention campaigns, reminding someone to order and Sano goes okay the audience match rate was very less um, 54% when I had set it up for 30 days and when I set it up for 365 days the match rate was 3% more as you're saying the longer audience windows will be better I will test and see the impact so yeah testing different yeah windows um, for yeah, membership duration is good as well. Sean Ellie replies to question six, saying, from what I have seen, priority settings and inventory filters are underused. The one that gets me that I see way too often is one campaign with one ad group containing all products. Oh my God, what? Yeah, when I was doing shopping campaigns, we always had each um, product had its own ad group. So there are no multiple products in one ad group. So yeah, as granular as you can split it, the better in my opinion. And uh, he continues, in my opinion, to grow shopping, you can't use only smart. Cole Salisbury replies to question six, saying, um, had a great thread on feeds, but determining when to rebuild or restructure both feed and account can really change returns. Think total overhaul, feed edits only, campaign breakouts only. Um, and then he continues after aforementioned um, thread from Dwayne. So yeah, go check uh, Dwayne's feed for that one. That's like another podcast where I, do, I talk about all the um, all the tips that Dwayne has given regarding shopping. Julie then goes on to question seven saying, what do you see as the future of shopping ads? Um, what should we be watching out for? What are you paying attention to? 
Um, but before we go into that, Kurt gives his answer to question six, saying, um, I think reinventing your campaign restructure endlessly is important as things go more automated. If SSC doesn't work, people say it didn't work and pause it. Try it with another set of products targeted to a unique audience type you can build a great SSC ad for. So yeah, restructure, retest different things. Kirk replies, um, continues saying, I think this is undervalued because it's kind of not new thinking, but I still don't see it discussed a lot. I wrote about the process here recently. I think it's part of how we need to shift thinking in managing automation. Julie replies, the struggle is real. Rich Barker replies, why do people dislike SSC so much? I'm having such great results with SDC. Um, I think the same would be true for SSC as well. Um, smart dynamic campaigns is SDC, I would imagine. Um, so now going on to um, more answers, Jenny Williamson replies to question six, saying proper campaign segmentation based on something data-related, ROAS, product margin, profitability, average conversion value, whatever your client wants or needs to focus on, audience targeting, understanding that not every single product needs to or should be served exactly less of a, of a tactic more of a strategy development idea and i know this is not a new thought but look at business needs and objectives oh yes yes preach jenny i love i love it when we talk about business objectives when we're looking at different tactics because people are always looking at oh let's just increase rowers increase um, revenue but it's all about what what's actually helping towards the business needs and objectives so yeah look at the business needs or objectives first then look at what data we have available to describe or point to those objectives and build strategy off of that love it jenny um, Julia Vice replies to question seven saying, look at more shopping plus the big shopping engine warehouses delivers and even make products. So look for Google partnerships with other retailers, look for cross channel integrations, look for more options, fast approaching. Love that as well. And then Nava replies to question seven saying, this may be loaded coming from a CRO oriented brand. Email capture will be a, will be clutch. There is no knowing how much longer we will be able to do dumb remarketing off of website victors, dynamic remarketing, build easy to convert experiences. The rest will follow. Sean Ellie replies saying, um, I imagine Google will take another crack at marketplaces at some point. I believe Express is still a thing, but very little use. So may try revamping, which could add a whole level to shopping. And of course, more automation, possibly something feed related. Um, Kirk replies to question seven. And I love this, like, um, you know, he gives like three, four, like bullet points of these are my, 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 my ideas. He goes, my predictions in shopping ads, one feedless, it's coming from faster than we think yes a lot of less data is coming ssc only by 20 ssc only by 2023 so yes you might not be able to do normal shopping campaigns anymore more verticals moving to e-commerce and thus shopping ads think automobiles local produce etc and yeah microsoft has even done a um automobile special kind of ads that you can do recently they've done google has done one for hotels as well where you know you can do for your searches for different hotels within google the google platform without clicking through to someone's website um and yeah i think there's going to be just more of that 
Um, I think, yeah, continuing her answer to question seven, um, yeah, Nava goes, we tend to focus on feeds and campaign settings when it's the landing page that has to close the deal. Yes, I think that's our future. More collaboration with our friends on design, SEO and CRO. I totally agree with that, especially design and CRO. John Kagan replies to question um, seven saying, I mean, honestly, the future is now. It literally no longer needs us to operate operate it really does john i'm speaking up to some a paid um media agency tomorrow about that they're paid search they obviously need people and not just the machines and then we've got um julie going on to question eight saying how do you think the recent google privacy changes will impact shopping ads and that's our last question of the day why how do you think the recent google privacy changes will impact shopping ads um before we get into that though doing replies saying that showcase shopping ads is um dead on arrival on thursday um, April 1st, so that's tomorrow. Watch out for the performance changes. The future is how Google can shove shopping ads in more places. Ever ad pl- every ad platform has shopping ads now. It's the future of our industry for e-com. And yeah, I do believe in that as well. Um, and so yeah, in reply to to Kirk's predictions, Brett then replied to um, Kirk, are you thinking schema will end up being the replacement for feeds? Like we'll, like we'll solely rely on code to indicate feed attribution? Kirk replies, yup, again, it's already happening, though arguably not well. I invite that, to be honest, as long as there's a way to edit the data on our end for quick fixes like supplemental feeds. I can't wait for schema to have to be correct on a site. Um, and then, yeah, Julia Vice replies to question eight saying, hot take, it won't. The privacy things are easily solved by just housing the data and not sharing it with us. People who want products and can afford them are still targetable. Jenny William replies saying to replies to question seven saying in platform checkout like Google Express. Not sure if that's still a thing. It's been a while. Video assets, the degrade, the degradation of feeds. Um, and then we've got as well, Cole Soldier replying to question seven saying SSC only is not so distant, only is a not so distant future. Learning how to optimize and take the best use of now will only help you later. Um, John Kagan replies to question 18. I ask them all the time and I keep getting this and he gives a gift of, um, what's this guy's name? An actor's name, an actor, <laughs> just laughing his head off like properly probably big big laughter um never never replies to question eight saying less dumb remarketing more clever cross-department collaboration to nurture first-party audiences into customers while honoring the five domain set and eight events per facebook pixel maximum sean ellie replies to question eight saying not sure it will impact shopping as much as other other channels other than more of a push to smart since this already contains remarketing anyway and hides audiences um and then yeah do we have more and yeah that was it that was like yeah i I don't think we need more there's loads of tips giving there there's going to be another clubhouse chat um for us today and it's going to be at um julie says it's at 3 30 um as eastern time that's 8 30 p.m gmt if you're on clubhouse and you want to get on there if you do not have a clubhouse um invite yet let me know i think about i've got about four or five of them so first come first serve come and join us but yeah that was a very interesting chat about shopping about the future of it about what it is like now about the fact that you should just keep testing shopping campaigns and don't just test one thing and give up on it just keep testing things test, test smart shopping campaigns test 
um, different ways of doing the standard shopping campaigns. Um, there's lots of opportunities there. So hope you found this talk amazingly useful and taking some great takeaways. If you want to chat about this topic or any paid media data analysis solution, get in touch with me by just sending me a DM on uh, my Twitter with the handle the marketing Anu. And remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.